to the program, Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic. Sam, good afternoon. Thanks for being on the program. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you? Doing great. Hey, Sam, let's let's talk a little Baylor football to begin with. Uh, and just your overall impressions as, as Dave Aranda made uh, qu- quite a few changes on the offensive side of the coaching staff. Just your, your thoughts on those changes and, and the direction of the offensive football team. Yeah, I think Dave, for starters, wanted to have something that lined up more with what his identity is and what he wants his football team to be. And and that is not what they tried to do last year, where, of course, they hired you know Larry Fedora and George Munoz. And I think it was more of a spread out, more of an up-tempo type of style that they were trying to, to find and to marry between the two. But Dave wants his team to be physical, and he wants them to be, uh, you know, be able to attack in the run game and wants them to be able to to compliment his defense, you know, obviously he's a defensive mind as a head coach. So, uh, you know, Jeff Grimes fits that. And, you know, those two have a previous working relationship from their time at LSU. You know, they crossed paths, you know, three, four years ago in Baton Rouge and, you know, you brought Garrett Mateos and, you know, they, they've worked together as well. And so I think that brings a little bit more cohesion with what Aranda wants his, the identity of his offense to be. And, and so far from what I can tell, the, the staff cohesion has been pretty good too. And Sam, you have a really good article out right now about Coach Aranda. And after, as you did that interview, did you come away with it with a new perspective on his approach to coaching or life in general? Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think we've all, those of us who've known and been around Dave, we've always known that he's a really intelligent football mind. Like, if you've ever gone to a clinic, I went and watched him last year at the Lone Star Clinic down in College Station before, you know, before the pandemic, and it's amazing to watch him, you know, in front of coaches on a whiteboard. Like he is totally in his element and he is tremendously intelligent when it comes to football, but that's only one fraction of doing the job as a head coach, as a head coach, you've got to be the face of the program. You know, you've got to manage, you know, personalities. You've got to manage the coaches, you know, it's not just all. And so I, I think that's one thing that maybe was, you know, Dave was excited for the opportunity to be a head coach, but I don't know that he fully understood the magnitude of that until he was in the chair. And then it was made more difficult by the fact that guess what, you know, two, three months into the job, you know, everything gets shut down. You don't get spring football and and you're trying to build these relationships and install this culture virtually. And I think that was hard on everybody, but it was especially hard on a new coach like Dave who was bringing all these new faces and trying to take over a team and, and build those strong relationships because that's what he is. He's a relationship guy. And that's how he, he builds his teams and builds his defenses, and and he, it was hard to do that given circumstances last year. But I definitely gained an appreciation for how introspective he has been and how much self evaluation he's done and what he needs to change. And speaking of that, one of the things that stood out to me the most in the article was his newfound attention to detail. You know, regarding how he's going to handle practice. Uh, you know, and having a universal understanding of those expectations by the staff and players that's definitely got to benefit this team this year, doesn't it? Absolutely, because I think. Maybe that's something that, you know, guys take for granted that, hey, you know, I do meetings all the time. They go to practice all the time. They know what they're supposed to do. But I think his effort is to let's explain everything in detail. This is how we expect it to be done. This is our standard performance. And while you explain everything in detail and you hold people accountable to it, that's how you get improvement in a program. And I think, though, like he said, he told me, he said, I got lost in, in, in the playing. And, and football because that's kind of what drives him. That's what really inspires him and what, what he loves to do is talk ball and coach ball. But all these other things that help a program run are, are as important, if not more important, 
And I think he's come to realize that, and he's spending more time on that now and less time just on ball. You mentioned the pandemic, uh, the fact that they didn't have a spring, the fact that we had a pandemic, the fact that uh, the offense wasn't exactly what what he wanted and what he was what he was projecting. Do we just do we just take last year and just push it off to the side? I mean, you you can't disregard it. I mean, they were you know it was what it was. But I mean, from 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 judging where this program is and where it's going, do we just kind of push last year off to the side? In your opinion, I think to some degree, yes, because because of their circumstances. Like, cause even if you took even if you take let's take for example Texas Tech, Matt Wells and his staff were there for at least a whole year. So they had a whole year to install their culture, install their way of doing things, install their schemes in, in person. And so that, that's, an, that's a pretty big advantage over the situation that Baylor had last year, you know, with all the newness. So I think to some degree, yes, you do flush it. But, uh, you know, you also have to take into account that, you know, Dave was learning on the job to, to a certain extent. And I think a lot of the changes have reflected the, the changes that he thinks that need to be made. And so I – and let, let's be honest. After the 11-3 season, I think considering how much they lost talent-wise off the team, especially on defense, you expected some drop-off, but I don't think we expected the drop-off to be to the degree that it was last year. I think this, there's still a good amount of talent on this team, and I think the future and the potential for this team this season is really bright because there is still a lot of talent on this team. Talking with Sam Conn Jr. of The Athletic. Sam, can you talk a little bit about the addition of Edward Jones II to this staff and the role that he's going to play developing these guys from a cultural standpoint and maybe give some insight into their stoplight system that they're using? Yeah, so Ed Ed is brought, brought over from Kansas, and he's a guy from Houston. He, he was a former Texas high school coach. He was at Hightower High School, and uh, Tom Herman hired him on his staff at Houston, and he, start, he was in the recruiting office. He kind of made – ways to start moving more of a player development role there. And then at Kansas, he really got to sink his teeth into the player development part. And he's developed this program called the on the field program. And it's been like the big structure and, and thing that he does with players. And a lot of it is focused on player wellness, on personal development, on career development outside of football. And he's been a huge resource. You know, the folks at Kansas have raved about him. And, you know, when Dave put so much emphasis now on culture, you know, Ed was a guy that some people had, had told Dave about and said, hey, you know, you really need to take a look at this guy. And so they brought him over as the director of player development for football and actually had put more resources behind it, gave him a bigger title. He's now the associate athletic director, you know, for player development. And he's had a good impact. You know, he's, he's uh, you know, been a guy that players can lean on, you know, they can talk to on a day-to-day basis and, you know, help them navigate some of the challenges because, you know, let's be honest, the, the demands of a football player or a student athlete, you know, at the college level are high because you've got the academic part, you've got the football piece, which takes so much time and effort and having a resource there where somebody you can lean on that has been there, that has done it. And that, that knows what these guys are going through is invaluable. And he's been a really huge addition to the staff. Sam, let's, uh, let's change gears just a little bit here. Uh, one of the things that we have seen over the, over the last several years is some of these programs in the state of Texas making that transition to Division One, and, and next up is Tarleton. Have you had a chance to look at their program, see where they are, and, 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 and where they are in that process? 
I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I missed you. I broke up for just a second. Uh, we, we were talking about some of these programs making the transition to Division One, and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Tarleton is, is in the process of making that division. Have you had a chance to, to look at TSU and, and, and where they are in the process of uh, – I have I have not, but I, I know that their program has been traditionally good over the years, you know, as, as they've been on the lower level. So I'm fascinated to see how it works out, but I haven't been able to watch them super closely. Hey Sam, we uh, we know you uh, you're busy. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much for the insight. What, hey, what can we catch on, on the athletic? I, I know Garrett mentioned the article on Coach Aranda. What else can we read? Yeah, we got. You know, I, I'm covering co- Texas college football, so you know I've got a lot of stuff on Texas, Texas A&M, Baylor. Of course, I'll be in Lubbock this weekend checking out Texas Tech spring game, and uh, you know, obviously TCU, you know, Houston, SMU, you name it. So. Uh, Anything Texas college football related, I've got some recruiting stuff I'll be doing here pretty soon, too. So uh, our college football page is full of college football coverage from across the country. But but you know me, I'll, I'll be focused on the state of Texas. So appreciate anything you guys can do to check it out. You bet. Hey, Sam, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Have a great day. No problem. Thank you. You bet. Sam Kahn, Jr. with the uh, Athletic.